welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving, goal oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 247, Exploring Failure. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast and welcome to October. (laughs) October. I feel like time, I know I say this and this is repetitive, but like time just keeps getting faster and faster. And it's like, if I think about now, like two years from now, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like two weeks. Like that's no time, right? Sometimes when we're in difficult situations, like parenting. <laughs> Did I talk to you about parenting last week? Yeah, that's a good one. Feels like it could go on forever and ever. But when I step back from it, I'm like, it goes by so fast and it's all temporary. So anyway, we're in October. We've got three solid months to the end of 2023. It's wild. So wild. And I am doing a sober October challenge in my Alive AF monthly stop over drinking and start living coaching program. And we're off to an amazing start with daily support. And I did a pop-up coaching call um, on October 1st. And we coached on all of our fears and anxieties and ideas about what if we fail that holds us back from actually having success. And it was really, really good. And so if you've been thinking about joining Alive AF, you should join right now and jump in with us and get all of the daily support and extra coaching around taking a 30-day break. And you can have access to that coaching call and our worksheets and our community and daily contact with me to help support you and your goals to drink less and feel more alive. So that's that. But today I want to talk a little bit deeper about failure, actually, because It's such a common thing that I coach on. And I have another podcast episode um, from about three years ago around failure that I will link up in the show notes if you want to check it out. But I wanted to go a little bit deeper around failure now because, you know, it's a common theme that comes up, especially as you decide to embark on a goal to cut back on your drinking or really any sort of personal goal that you may have. And a lot of people are like failure to launch (laughs) their goals and like actually taking action towards what they want because they're scared of failing. And, you know, I dived into this, into the coaching call with the group this past weekend. I'll touch a little bit about here so you all can benefit. But if you really want the deep dive stuff, you got to join a live AF or if you're already in a live AF, go listen to that coaching call replay in our portal. But basically, when you look at it, like why people are scared to fail, it's really because of how they talk to themselves when they when they have a failure or if they don't follow through on what they said that they were going to do, especially around alcohol, and then they end up drinking or over drinking, then it can really hurt them, you know, emotionally because of how they are talking to themselves. So 
let's just say, you know, you're going to do sober October. Okay. And you're, I don't know, three days in and you end up drinking. And then the next morning you wake up and you're just like full of shame. You're just full of disgust and disappointment and shame and anger. And you're saying, why the heck did you do this? And you didn't even make it three days. And you're just berating yourself about it. Right. And when you kind of step back from that and hear me describe that, you're like, yeah, that freaking sucks. I hate that. Right. And that's what most people are scared of when they think about failing. It's because that low shame disgust that we have about not following through on something is so unmotivating for us to even be willing to try because we know what that feels like. And just remember that your brain is motivated to feel good and avoid pain. So when you are faced with the decision of doing something new, like taking a 30 day off drinking challenge, or even just intentionally setting a goal that you're going to actually work on cutting back on how much you're drinking, your brain is going to go into your past and scan, scan, scan like a little computer and pull out all of the times that you failed because that's its job. Its job is to protect you from pain. It's literally programmed like a computer to motivate you to avoid pain, seek pleasure and save energy. So that's what happens is your brain goes into the past. It pulls out all the times that you failed and it reminds you (laughs) of it. Okay. And it'll tell you things like you've never been able to do it before. What makes you think you could do it now? And I don't want to fail. Right. And the problem is, is that we buy in to that sort of protective thoughts that our brain is offering us. And then we don't take a chance. We don't say, you know what, I understand that that's just my brain functioning and it's primitive programming and trying to protect me from feeling bad in the future. And I understand that that's happening, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know why? Because I want to be successful. And if we don't try, if we don't actually give ourselves a chance to succeed, we won't succeed. We just fail ahead of time right? So, and that doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good to want to do something and then consistently not do it, right? Like really think about how long you've been thinking about cutting back on your drinking. Or maybe you're on the fence about joining my program or hiring me as your coach or whatever it is. How long have you been thinking about doing something? Maybe you've had some little attempts, right? Some inconsistent attempts at doing it but you aren't where you are, that doesn't feel good. Okay. That feels disappointing, (laughs) right? If you're not where you want to be with your relationship with alcohol, and you know that there's more that you could be doing, but you keep stopping yourself from doing it because you're scared of failing, that also doesn't feel good. So you're not avoiding this feeling that you're scared of feeling. Are you guys following me here? So by saying, no, I can't do that, or there's no way I would be successful at that, and I don't want to fail again, you're not preventing yourself from any suffering because it's disappointing when you are you know that you are doing things out of alignment with who you actually want to be. And then you keep drinking because you don't know how to be with that disappointment, and you keep yourself stuck in that cycle. And it's a bummer. And I want more for you, (laughs) okay? 
And you don't need to be worried about feeling that failure because what I want to remind you is, is that you're already feeling it right now. If you're not where you want to be with your relationship with alcohol, you're very used to feeling this way. Okay. But it will help if you decide, you know what, I'm willing to feel that failure. I'm willing to be with that failure and explore that failure if it should happen and learn from it and, you know, just not look at it as like a big, that I'm a failure, that there's something wrong with me, but maybe there's something I could learn about myself in that setback and learn how to deal with those failures healthily and get support where I need support and then keep moving forward. Okay, so in the past, if you haven't worked with me, or maybe you have and, you know, you didn't fully go in on all the work, or maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you've tried other things, part of any goal that you have, and I specifically help you tackle your relationship with alcohol, but whatever goal that you have, part of achieving that goal is getting good at failing, (laughs) Like really, like when I did my life coaching to change my relationship with alcohol, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was almost like, go see how many failures you can get because your failures, your setbacks, your not hitting the marks mean that you're trying. (laughs) It means that you're taking action towards the goals that you want. So we were tasked with, and I can't remember exactly what this looked like because it was so long ago, but we were tasked with go out and get like, I don't know, a failure a day or something based on what your goals were. And I don't know if you guys ever remember me talking about this, but one of the sort of like the risks that I did, I challenged myself with was being okay with rejection and failing at something. So I went to a coffee shop and asked if I could have my order for free. (laughs) It was just an exercise in me being willing to um, be rejected and for somebody to tell me no, but still asking for something. And it was so interesting. Like I really had to get over myself and be really, really uncomfortable with doing that. And so when I did that and they said no, of course, and it was very awkward and weird, um, I just strengthened my resolve to feel uncomfortable feelings you know, and when you have a failure and you're willing to work through that and learn something about yourself and and go to your emotional edge, you grow and you get stronger and you learn about yourself and you pick yourself back up and you keep going. You don't let one little setback mean that you're a failure and you're never going to be able to do this. Listen, and also having a business is the same thing. Do you know how many times I have to fail in this business daily? there's daily opportunities for me to get rejected. I'm every, every episode on this podcast, I'm asking you guys to sign up for my programs and a very small percentage of you guys do that, right? I get rejected all the time, but I'm just good at it now. I know that that's part of it, right? And it's not a success only journey. You need to expect failure, when you decide to, to embark on this and that you need to learn how to be good at failing. So inside my programs and where the coaching, where the coaching is the most valuable is when you fail, right? Signing up for a program or taking on a challenge or whatever it is that you're doing and you just white knuckle your way through it and be perfect. What are you learning there? You're just learning how to like be very, very rigid, 
And then usually what happens after that challenge or that time is over, you go back to your old ways. You didn't really learn that much, right? It's like the same thing of learning how to ride a bicycle or learning a new instrument or a foreign language or a new skill at work. You have to try things and make a lot of mistakes, right? That's how we learn as humans. And this is no different than what I'm teaching you here about failure and changing your relationship with alcohol. You have to go out there and try it. You have to go out there and say you're not going to drink in that social situation. And maybe you have to fail five, six, seven times. And every time you do, you get a little bit more awareness. And then you remember next time and you make a little adjustment and then you go out and you try it again. And maybe you fail, you know, you maybe you're able to get through the social function fine, but then you come home and drink. Okay, well, then there's something there to learn, right, and explore. And then finally, if you don't give up, you're going to get to a point where you go into that social situation. You're like, you know what? I got this. This isn't a big deal. I now really know that drinking isn't going to make this better, right? And then you don't drink. And then it's not a big deal. And then you can be like where I am, where I just, I never even think about it, right? So that's just the process is being willing to failure, being willing to fail and how you handle that failure is what matters. Okay. And so if you are somebody that is worried about failing, I want you to hear me so loud and clear that I want you to fail. (laughs) Failure is where your growth is. And I can help you learn how to fail gracefully and learn things about yourself and then get back on track faster than you you can on your own sometimes. And especially, you know, a lot of people can do this stuff on their own. And there's nothing wrong with you if you can't do it on your own. Sometimes we just need extra support. Sometimes we are just so stuck in our own problems that we can't see out of them without somebody to guide us. There's nothing wrong with you if you need help. Okay, this is complicated. This is emotions and brain stuff and addiction and society and history and years and years of using a substance that you have been using as a tool to cope. And when you unwind that, it takes time and it takes a willingness and a resolve that, you know, If you haven't learned how to do this in the past, it can be very complicated and hard and it can be drawn out and it doesn't need to be that way. You can just decide that, you know what, I'm done with this. I want to get the support and you invest into yourself and you say, yes, I'm committed to figuring this out and you, and you get the help that you need. So whether that's with me or with a therapist or whatever that looks like for you, a spiritual advisor, having somebody on your side to help remind yourself of you know, who you are and that you're not a failure, right? You're not a failure if you fail. It doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing this. It doesn't mean anything about your abilities to do anything in the future, but there is a way to do it better. And so if you do have a failure, the best thing that you can do is wake up in the morning and notice what's happening inside your mind And if those thoughts don't feel awesome and they don't feel loving and supportive and compassionate, we got to figure out what happened. Okay. If, even if you're not beating yourself in the morning, say you've been listening to this and you've dropped the beating yourself up, you still need to figure out what happened so that you can learn from it and you can be more aware next time you're in a similar situation, you will have more awareness and you can interrupt those patterns better. So the three questions you want to ask yourself is, What did I do well? 
and fill your brain with all the things that you did to support your desire to not drink that day. And then what can I do or what didn't go well is the second question. So maybe it was you gave into peer pressure or you recognize that you were having a bad day and you drank out of stress, something there that you can recognize why you drank. And then the third question is, what can I do differently next time? So the next time you feel this way or the next time you're in that situation, what could I try? And that exercise alone is very helpful for you to gain more awareness and learn something about this failure. And then what you do is you just say, okay, what was on my plan today? I'm going to just focus on today. And even though I may feel like shit, and even though I may feel disappointed in myself, I know that I can follow through on what I committed to today. This is not a lost cause. I am not a lost cause. And I'm going to take really good care of myself today. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to drink a shit ton of water. I'm going to get out and move my body a little bit gently. I'm going to talk to myself kindly. I'm going to get some sleep tonight. And I'm back on it. And that's what that that's what's happening. It does not mean that it needs to be oh, well, I might as well start again next month or start again on Monday or it's the weekend. Might as well just wait till Monday to start again. No, start right now. (laughs) Start right now once you do that evaluation. So there's so much opportunity in the failure for you to learn about yourself and to build trust with yourself that you don't talk to yourself that way anymore and that you're willing to figure this out and learn from it. And that's where I want you to focus your energy on, not spinning out in your mind and telling yourself what a loser you are and that there's something wrong with you and yelling at yourself. That doesn't motivate you to change, okay? Just like when I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, you you fail ahead of time when you tell yourself how terrible it could be if you fail, how that's not motivating because your brain wants to avoid pleasure or avoid pain and seek pleasure, right? So if you tell yourself that it's going to be terrible if you fail and you can't handle that, you're not going to be motivated to go do it because it sounds terrible, right? It's the same thing after if you have an overdrink. If you tell yourself how terrible you are, you're going to feel terrible and you're not going to be motivated to go figure it out, okay? We're motivated by how we feel and feel good emotions drive better actions than negative emotions. So shame and disgust and regret and disappointment, they really don't drive the actions that you need to take to figure this out. But self-compassion, love for yourself, curiosity, you know, forgiveness, those kind of feelings are way better for you to actually sit down and figure out and do the next best thing that you can for yourself. So I really want you to keep this podcast on repeat, (laughs) come back to it, mark it, download it, whatever you need to do. Whenever you have a failure in anything, come back to this and remember this, this process, this exercise, and don't let your mind tell you who you, who it thinks you are when you're triggered like that. Your mind is going to want to go down the dark path of berating yourself because that's just what we're programmed to do. Okay, but you got to take the reins here and redirect yourself and remember that this is part of the process and there's a nugget here for you to learn about yourself and don't waste it. All right, my friends. Also, I've been getting a lot of inquiries about the Cancun and um, High Touch coaching program that is kicking off later this month. If you want in on that, there's only four spots left and I've gotten many inquiries and I'm guessing it's going to be sold out in the next two weeks. 
I am offering you a private phone call with me to talk about it. No obligations. I want you to go through the website and look at all the details, including how much it costs and what it entails. And if you are interested in that and want to talk to me about that, just send me an email, hello at AngelaMasenic.com, and let me know that you're interested in talking to me about Cancun and the and the coaching. You get private coaching with me throughout these this three-month time period, October, November, December, and you get small group coaching with the people who have signed up for this experience, and you get a live AF access, my Stop Over Drinking monthly membership. If you're already in a live AF, what we'll do is we'll just pause your payments. You'll get access to it. If you're not in a live AF, you'll get access to it and all of the amazing resources and courses and community that's there, plus private coaching, plus the the small group coaching, plus the, you know, amazing, luxurious retreat that we're having the first week in December in Cancun. And it's going to be amazing. There's going to be time for group activities, connected group activities, Um, but there's also going to be a lot of spaciousness and luxurious alone time for you to have your own king suite ocean front with a balcony room (laughs) with a magic box where you can get coffee or tea or anything, any food, anything you want delivered to you right privately to your room without interacting with anybody. Um, there's fitness classes and art classes and pool time, and we're doing sunrises on the beach. So It's going to be healing and restorative, and you're going to learn so much about yourself. You will stretch yourself in your comfort zones. And even if you think that you couldn't, the the Cancun um, trip is actually a sober retreat, so there won't be any drinking there. But if you feel like that would be really hard for you, and you're like, there's no way I would have any fun without drinking in Cancun, I want to question that. I want you to challenge that thought because I know, speaking from experience and coaching hundreds of women through this, that you can have a lot more fun if you just give yourself a chance, right? Give yourself a chance to explore that and I will coach you and you'll have plenty of opportunities to practice before we even get there in December. So I don't want you to worry if that's coming up in your mind and you still think you're interested in it, but feel like it's a stretch, I think you should do it. That's why it's there. That's how I've developed this program is to help get you ready. And I'll be there to support you through all of the holidays. You know, for the rest of this year, you'll have private access to me. And it's, I don't know if I'm going to be offering this kind of coaching and retreat package again. So if it's something that you're absolutely interested in, now is the time to act because it will be sold out, I'm guessing, in the next couple of weeks. And then we're going to be set and we're going to start our coaching and get everybody ready and set up for our amazing retreat in Cancun, oceanfront, luxurious, adults-only resort where you're going to have real-time support of saying no and practicing your urges and you know, being safe to explore your thoughts and feelings about being alcohol-free and having people around to support and love you through it. So... That's what I have to say this fr- this week, my friends. Explore your failures. Be willing to fail, and you'll be stronger for it. All right, my friends? I love you so much. Talk to you next week. Bye. I want you to check out AngelaMasonic.com forward slash Alive AF. You know what it's like to have a desire to cut back on your drinking, right? You start to read books, listen to podcasts, try things, but you might not be able to yet Put all the pieces and suggestions together in a way that actually makes sense and works for you. 
You might struggle with beating yourself up after an overdrink. You might get frustrated with yourself when you take two steps forward and then another two steps back and get overwhelmed with what's right and wrong about your relationship with alcohol. Your friends tell you that you should be able to have just one drink and it isn't a big deal. You might be white knuckling through urges and resisting instead of peacefully processing them. And you might struggle with your identity as someone who has enjoyed having a lot of wine or alcohol in your life. It's around you all the time. It's what you do and who you are. Well, after five years of successfully coaching hundreds of women through these struggles, I have created the Alive AF membership where women like you can learn the basics and what it takes to cut back and reach your goals with alcohol, whether it is to just drink less or totally quit. And when you join, you will get the exact framework I used to change my own relationship with alcohol and still use today that has led me to be alcohol free for over five years. You're going to get access to my resources, videos, and worksheets that have been proven to change and reduce how much you drink. Every day you can ask questions, share your obstacles, and get coaching and direct support on the challenges you will face with love and no judgment. Also, you will get immediate access to workshops like uncovering your alcohol identity and changing it, how to say no to things that don't support your new identity or life or goals, aka boundaries, <laughs> a workshop called creating emotional agency, and another one, how to manage your mind to succeed at your goals and more. Every month we have a brand new workshop. These workshops are filled with step-by-step -step prompts and instruction to help you create the exact relationship with alcohol that is best for you. My mission and vision for Alive AF is to be a hub of support and resources for women to come and learn how to do what is best for them and becoming more alive in the process. When you join, you're going to learn how to take care of yourself better, how to feel good and become more alive and go after the life that you really want. I want this membership to be affordable and an easy solution where you can get all the help you need in one simple place whenever you need it. So no need to go read another book, find a new podcast, attend a free webinar, or go down the path of piecemealing it all together. Join Alive AF and have it all there in one place for you anytime you need it. So go to angelamasenic.com forward slash Alive AF and enrollment is open right now. See you inside. Put it on.